anything in the sports business, product or service can go subscription. Because subscription is the way to go. You talk about Netflix, YouTube Premium, Spotify, everything is subscription-based. So my natural reaction is always quite defensive. I'll say this may not apply, this may not work. That's the principal part of it, where I always feel that the business model is cast in stone. Then I remember things that I read, I say, okay, before I continue to put down the idea, is there nothing that we can do? Hi everyone, welcome to Agile Leaders Conversations. Agile Leaders Conversations is a series of dialogues where we engage industry leaders in conversations of how they see and apply leadership agility and navigate paradoxes as they lead and pivot in a new normal. My guest today is Mr. Christian Tobjonsson. He is the founding director of Sports 360 Private Limited which runs businesses across sports events, sports travel, and sports apparel. My name is Christian. Um, for those of you who are actually wondering why my surname is so unique, my father is Norwegian, my mom is Singaporean Chinese, and one of our flagship brands, Top, which is our apparel brand, is actually derived from my surname. So that's a little background. We've been in the business for about 12 years now. Started out with obviously a passion for sports since university days. So we've developed our own sportswear brand hoping that we can contribute back to Singapore sports at the same time, create a local brand that can go out of Singapore, become what Nike is to the US, what Adidas is to Germany. Hopefully, Top can be that brand for Singapore. Yes, very excited. I mean, it's the first time I meet somebody up close and personal from this industry. Very exciting and I think that desire to bring a Singapore brand outside, mm. that's something that both you and I are aligned as well. Coaching is something that started from other parts of the world, you mm. don't hear a lot of it from the Asia side. So personally, yeah. that's also an area that I want to break into. There are coaches in Singapore who are actually doing well. Mm. I think that's where we are aligned. Bring that Singapore brand to another level. Yes, for sure. That's great. Christian got my book from his business partner. So I also mm. want to thank Justin for his support. And I think all the affirmation has been very encouraging. For me, the intention of writing the book is really to help leaders contextualize, apply. Right mm. now, especially with the COVID situation, we do need to pivot, push our businesses in a different direction so that we can continue not only to stay afloat, but to continue to thrive. Yep. So Christian, what are your general thoughts after reading it? Okay, throughout the course of my business over the past 12 years, I've been actually quite bogged down with the daily grind. Like running your own business, especially a business that is heavy in terms of the amount of work that I have, keeping track of inventory, for example, marketing, selling. Basically, I was all rolled up into one, doing everything from start to finish of a product. There were a lot of times that I was interested to read up more. I did go to the library, but the hindrance was always, number one, how thick the book was. And then secondly, how wordy the book would be and how easy was the language being used in the book. There were a couple of books that I read, but honestly, there were not many that could hold my interest level and at the same time, make it easy for me to complete. So when Justin gave me the book, initially I was a bit apprehensive. He told me, take this book, have a read. And of course, as a partner, I couldn't disappoint him. So he gave me the book and I had a moral obligation as a partner to, I think this book will help you have a read and, and tell me what you think. There was a lot of apprehension at the time. <clears throat> uh, but surprisingly, when I started reading, I realized that actually it's easy to read. The language was kept simple. That was what made it flow. And of course, case studies, you have real life stories to share. It makes things a lot more relatable. So then it's easier to digest. 
So after I finished the book, I told my wife, this is actually a pretty decent book. It's the first time that I actually finished reading a book in a very long time. Yeah, I think th those were a few key factors. The fact that you broke it up into case studies and the fact that the language used was very simple and very straight to the point. So that was my general thought. Very well written, very simple, yeah. Thank you. It's so nice to hear the intention behind my book, how I designed it. Every decision I made to structure in a certain way was actually a very intentional one. And for you to say it in your own words, it reflects exactly my intention. That's awesome. Wondering, was there a paradox in the book that resonates very strongly with you? Okay, the thing is we are a very lean SM, to be very honest. Uh, we don't have a huge workforce. Myself, partners, a couple of colleagues that we have, four, five, six of us. If you include the freelancers that help out during events or during sports travel, the most we hit maybe 10, 12 max. Some of the paradoxes don't apply to me, especially those that talk about working in the team and all that. The closest one I would say was principle versus adaptability, but not in that context. More of a business operations, business sales or mindset. The thing about my business partner, Justin, is that he thinks on his feet a lot and he's a very quick thinker. He will have a lot of ideas, but a lot of times I would dismiss those ideas as being too frivolous. So basically, he said, hey, can we do this for the sports industry? For example, last time, he said, is there a way for us to go the subscription model? Is there anything in the sports business, product or service that can go subscription? Because subscription is the way to go. You talk about Netflix, YouTube Premium, Spotify, everything is subscription-based, but is there anything that we can offer in the whole sports scene? My first reaction was none. I was thinking, at that point in time, why would someone want to pay a monthly subscription for something? I know that there are companies that have done clothing, like uh, business wear, office wear for ladies, and my wife did sign up for something where she can choose clothes, mm. and then it gets delivered, so she has a change of wardrobe, she doesn't have to buy. I told Justin, I don't think it will work, because sports products, what can we offer? You want to give them a new exercise t-shirt every month they pay a hundred dollars every month and then you send them something every month what do you send so my natural reaction is always quite defensive like i'll say this may not apply this may not work no the printing scene doesn't work like this jerseys are like this no one want to do stuff like that that's the principal part of it where i always feel that the business model is cast in stone it's already like that yeah it's hard to change there's nothing interesting or new that we can explore in the sports arena then I remember things that I read. Then I said, okay, before I continue to put down the idea, actually explore, is there nothing that we can do? So then I told him, okay, maybe we can do some research and send them interesting sports gadgets monthly. Something that might benefit them from a sports perspective. There's this shoelace clip thing. You can clip shoes. Instead of bringing a shoe back, it's an easy clip kind of a thing. So things like that, gadgets that might help them in their sporting daily life, like your unique pouch or whatever. So I told him, like, okay, maybe we can explore that. Then he said, oh, yeah, good idea, let's explore. So I'm no longer shutting off the ideas that come in, but trying to find a way to adapt. In that sense, that particular paradox applied. That's the reason why he actually sent me the book, because he felt that I wasn't willing to take a chance with things. I wasn't willing to explore or move forward. And I didn't have that, okay, let's try. Let's just do it. We learn from doing rather than coming up with all the excuses why it won't work try first so that's how our first facebook live was we did a facebook live sale it's never been done before for sports products people do a lot of facebook live for maybe caps uh, apparel and stuff but fashion clothing so there's never been one that's a sports themed one so we just tried that coincided with me reading your book 
And then after that, okay, let's just do that first Facebook Live and get things kicked off. And then we learn along the way. So we've made, we made improvements after the first one. We did a second one. To be honest, things were in terms of sales, not very good. Mm. But in terms of viewerships, we grew a bit. And in terms of presence, people are responding. Uh, we're doing a third one next weekend. We've improved each time in terms of the timing of the live, maybe the audio and the visual, and finding out feedback from what people want to see or how they make their purchase. So it's like one of the quotes in your book, you said, you fly an airplane and you build it. We just learn along the way and then we just improve from there. And I think that's what Justin wanted to see from me. Just do first and then we adjust accordingly. If it fails, that's the worst thing that can happen. Hello. Very good. Just curious to know how long after you read the book, then you became open and receptive to this idea? Almost immediately. To oh, be honest, really? when I read the book, I read the case studies, it made a lot of sense. That's when I just decided, okay, let's try to be a bit more open. Between me and Justin, I'm, I will be the first one to shut him down. Then I just told myself after reading the book, maybe I should not react so fast. Digest what he's trying to say and then think about it and whether there are any ways around what he's saying to try and compromise so like this subscription-based idea that he came up with last night. My first reaction was, it won't work. There's nothing we can offer. Then why would people want to pay a monthly subscription for something sports-related? But I held in that thought. Then as he started throwing in more ideas, he gave it a little bit more thought. And then half an hour later, I said, maybe you can try this. Let me go and explore. But of course, that part of me still gave that final disclaimer that we will try, but I think a bit challenging because yeah. it's really never been done before. And... and you can be that first wave, being the first mover, but I just couldn't see where this might work. This whole subscription-based model for sports products and services. Yet. Cannot see it yet. Yeah. yeah. You never know until you try. Yes, exactly. I, I like the way you were able to describe that. The subtle changes in the way you respond. Yeah. Because normally, you will be a flat no. But right now, you actually can hold yourself back, give myself a little bit more time to explore, to think about it. Before you yeah. commit to yes or no or maybe. Yeah. That's excellent. That's quite good. I'm really happy to hear this because I really want to see that it really impacts and changes behavior and then it improves outcome. And mm. of course, there's no silver bullets, especially right now in businesses. Very hard to find silver bullets. Say, oh, just do this. Then your profit margin will increase by you know, 200%. We have to continuously adapt and change. Yeah, correct. So right now, how do you see leadership agility then from your perspective? How do you define it? At the start, when I entered uh, Circuit Breaker, I told Justin we were pretty much screwed. What's going to happen in the next couple of months? So he said, let's use the time to think, we realign, readjust, re-strategize. And we came up with a lot of ideas. Quite a number were not in our business. Were not called to our business, so to speak. So I told him, okay, I appreciate the ideas that are coming in, but I think we've got to stick to our core business, which is sports. Because we need to figure out how and where are the gaps. And sure enough, during Circuit Breaker, there were windows of opportunity. For example, home gym equipment, sales rocketed. We're talking about three, four increase. Not big stuff, of course not full-on gym equipment, but things like exercise balls, yoga mats, skipping ropes, small stuff. Doesn't amount to a lot in terms of revenue, but at least volume-wise, we see movement. And then you know, now that everybody's stuck at home, then this is the direction. And all along, actually, our business has been catering to team sports. So it gave us an opportunity to move slightly towards the individuals. Previously, we were available on uh, e-commerce platforms, but due to resource manpower, we paused it for a while. So this gave us an opportunity to reopen that, and then we had sales coming in. During the circuit breaker period, we actually moved away from team to go into individual. The definition of leadership agility was that you've got to 
stay rooted. I was stubborn also. I just didn't want to explore anything outside of sports. We basically had to adapt, change, pivot. And then we started exploring things. Our landlord is JTC. We, we are in one of their mm. industrial factories. And then JTC started getting eBay, Amazon on board. Then Shopee and Lazada grants. So they hooked us up as well. So we started exploring all these platforms. And then now today, from zero platforms that we were on, we're now on four platforms. Staying true to your roots, your core business, and having the flexibility to adjust according to the circumstance. That's my definition of agility. That's very good. Thanks for sharing how the business is pivoting. As I now work with different clients from different industries, it's very interesting here how they are trying to pivot. What way is changing the consumer behavior? How are they buying? Because we need to keep it going. If we say, no, we're not going to do anything, then the only thing you can do is close shop, which we don't want to. Very good. Right now, I think the COVID situation is going to continue. I don't know how long this will sustain. What's your advice to people in your similar field, especially in response to this current challenge? It's, there's no one size fits all. And you really have to take into consideration your current situation, what field your business is in, and try to think of unique ways. So my advice is to be a bit more open-minded. Personally, I went from close-minded to being a bit more open. And I realized that it liberated me. And now we are pivoting even more. One of the new initiatives that we're thinking of is this year, we do sports travel. So end of the year, mm. no one's traveling. Kids are all going to be stuck at home and it's the school holidays. So things like camps, we are pivoting because we do apparel, we do footwear. So we say, can we do art classes? Can kids come in and spray paint their own shoes? Creating classes and giving kids an experience and hopefully parents would appreciate a new skill set. As a parent, I think I will. Yeah, come (laughs) and join once we finalize the program. Yes, I'll be the first to sign up. I have three boys. Yes. <laughs> can, 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 can. You really gonna constantly keep thinking about what is uh, unique to your field and then be a little bit more open to what possibilities there are yeah. and how you can work from there. In these challenging times, if you remain close-minded, then it's really at the end. You gotta be a bit more open-minded, think about what is possible and then make your adjustments from there. It could be small adjustments, it could be big adjustments, but as long as you remain true to your core, you can always come back to your core eventually but you might open up new channels. And this is one example, this art thing that we are planning to do. Yeah, yeah, this is good. Make adjustments. Some may be big, some may be small. The key is adjust. Your outcomes are fixed already. It's just going to go down that same route and it's not. things are not going to change. Yeah, yeah, I like this Einstein quote very much. To repeat the same action again and to expect a different outcome is insanity. <laughs> yeah, true. Yes. Yeah, not to change is a choice. So this is exactly mm. the time to be agile. And hmm. we are tested, but I'm sure those leaders, business leaders, corporate leaders with the right mindset, hmm. they will rise up to the challenge. Yes. Okay, okay, good. Now I'm looking forward to December holidays. I need to think of ways to occupy my kids. <laughs> That's why we got this. So we are doing sports and art camp together. So that is a full day. Awesome. Just hand them over to us. Just drop yeah. off. They get their workout, they get their mind, they get their stress relief, they can go and play sports a bit and then do, do some art. Wow, hey, so exercise the left brain? Is it the left brain? Left brain. Left brain is a logical one, right? Oh, so it's right brain for right, art. Right brain is a creative one. Good, let me know. Thanks so much, Jen, for being here and sharing your viewpoints. I think the advice you give is very useful, even for me as a business owner. I see 
a lot mm. of value. So I also learn from what you share. Thank you so much for being here. Right now, some of you may be very interested to learn more about Justin. Perhaps personally, you can connect with him on LinkedIn. I have his LinkedIn URL in the post.